Hey guys, welcome to episode number 69 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hi guys, today I'm here with my boyfriend Ben. I did a little um, question thing on my Insta story and asked you guys um, if you have any questions for Ben and I. We did a few podcasts together in the past, um, two of which we had to delete. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Basically, a lot of you have been asking me about the fuckboy podcast that we did with Ben and his friend. And long story short, his crazy ex hunted me down and wanted me to delete it. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> moving on. Just clear the air there. Clear the air. Um, welcome back, Ben, to Thank you. the Mimi V podcast. Everyone's missed you. It's my favorite podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone rate it five stars like Ben does every yeah. day. <laughs> so I got a ton of questions from you guys on my Insta stories, like I said, and I thought we would just do a little Q&A. It doesn't all have to be about Ben and I. It could be a lot about, you know, advice and tips that you want for your love life. And we have a man here to tell us some insight from his gorgeous brain. So let's just start off with some easy questions. Ask away, baby. How long have you and Ben been dating? Or how long have you and Mimi been dating, Ben? You need to ask me that. Yeah. (laughs) I believe it's been just over a year. It's been since January last year, right? December. Well, the end of December. It's still December. Okay, well, the last day of December then. It was like the 27th or 28th. It's more, it's, yeah. Well, it's more like, it's more... Accurate to just say since okay fine January. for a year, but we met in October of uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, we actually became more official like end of November, and then um, he asked me to be his girlfriend end of December. November, yeah. So I guess it took two months to become like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, fully. Yeah, and I remember too um, that year I was in Canada for Christmas for two weeks. And I remember thinking and telling my friends, like, okay, everything is going really well with this guy, but I think me being away will really show if this is legit or not. Because, you know, what if we stop talking every day? And, like, what if, you know, like, who knows what happens in London when I'm gone? But we we kind of knew that wasn't going to happen. I don't think... You, yeah. Did you suspect that? I didn't suspect I didn't, that. I don't... I don't think I, like, for sure knew, but, like, a part of me... Oh, to be honest with you... I but, felt like I, I could tell that that wasn't going to happen. To be honest with you, a part of me, until you actually asked me out to be your girlfriend, I was like, this oh, is too good. Oh, you weren't sure, yeah. No, I was, I was 100% sure about you, but I was like, this is too good to be true. He's going to fuck me over. <laughs> well, I guess I was too arrogant to think that I didn't have you completely. <laughs> um, no, you had me. You had my heart completely. I was just a bit like, oh... He is yeah, like yeah. too good for me. I always thought you were too good yeah, for me. I guess yeah, I guess you hadn't hadn't like had that situation before, so you weren't you weren't assuming. Yeah, I was used to things always failing because Ben is my first boyfriend. Um which you know what brings me to another question. Um Is this a question for me or 
Well, for both of us, I guess. Okay. For discussion. A discussion. Mm -hmm. Exactly. One of the questions asked if it was hard for you um, knowing that I had never been in a relationship before. No, that's definitely not an issue. I don't think, I don't think realistically any guy is going to see that as a, as like a, a thing. If anything, it's better because she hasn't like... I haven't loved. Yeah, had like a, another... She hasn't got like a proper ex or anything. That's, yeah. That's almost a better thing. Yeah, there's um, no one, no ethic yeah, loves I'd, before you. As far as, yeah, as far as I know, I don't think any guy thinks, oh, she hasn't had a boyfriend before. I don't want that. That uh, That's like not how a guy It wasn't thinks. like a red flag for you. That's not how a guy thinks. No, you don't get a red flag from something like that. You don't think, oh, I wish other guys had been with my girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> you true. Know, that's not what... That doesn't come into your mind, so but would it it's not, not that. No, red flags would be stuff you actually see with her. Like a guy can work it out himself. Okay, so what are some red flags? I'm gonna make up some questions here too. Which is like like when you meet someone, just weird character traits and things like that. Like, do you get on with them or not? But what's like a really big red flag um, that you could think of when you first start dating a girl? Uh, uh, being psycho. <laughs> that's like a i um like uh flipping moods quickly i think that's like something like if if a girlfriend just gets like angry about things quickly just isn't chilled about things then that could be a a potential red flag i think i don't know there's lots of red flags it's the same kind of stuff when you meet you hang out with a friend but obviously it's more intense yeah a red flag for me is if i introduce you if i had introduced you to a good friend or like a family member of mine and Uh if they didn't like you yeah that's like a massive red flag for me if like someone i care about doesn't like the person i'm with if they can't get on with your mates then that's that's a difficult thing because that's something that's just always gonna be awkward yeah like if if well one they'll drag you away from your friends and Two, it just makes logistics difficult because you just can't do things together. No so yeah, if, if someone can get on with everyone that you're friends with, that's brilliant. I've had that. I've actually had that quite a few times before where you're, you're dating someone and they just like can't get on with certain people. And yet, and that's like a obstacle that you have to deal with, which you'd obviously rather not have. No, you don't want to pick between hanging out with your girlfriend or your friends. Yeah, and you don't want to be with your friends and your girlfriend and one of your friends arguing or something like that it's bloody awkward god that's awkward yeah it's happened yeah with your exes okay well good i'm the angel girlfriend (laughs) well if you what if you the good thing about you is if you want to get on with someone you can i feel like you can make a conscious decision oh yeah i i get on with everybody yeah you get on with everyone i don't like someone i'm then then you don't give a shit i'm not gonna hang out with them but honestly ben if any of your friends even if they pissed me off like i would never start a fight with them because that's just so awkward totally and i feel like you're quite skilled in that way that if so when you argue and you don't get on with someone it's because you're like i i don't care to get on with them so i'm not gonna like if you wanted to you could make them like you i'm sure exactly but, but you're like, fuck them. Yeah. If, if no, if I don't like someone and it, there's no reason for them to be in my life, then I'll act a bit like that. And I'm just like, I have no, like, I don't want to give energy to this. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to try. But if anybody you cared about 
if if I was talking to anybody you cared about, I but would. But you always give that effort if it's like someone you, yeah, your boyfriend, yeah, or girlfriend cares about, yeah. Okay, so how do you keep a relationship going for a long time? I don't know. It's running dry. Hey. I'm joking. I love you. You love me. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you think? Because I still feel like we're in like a honeymoon phase. Like we're still so cuddly and lovey. And I'm. I am always snuggly. I never stop being snuggly. Okay, so how do you keep? What What are your tricks to keeping a relationship going for a long time? Uh. I don't know necessarily about making a girl still like you, but if I if I like a girl, then I always do, and it doesn't particularly fade over time. If anything, it gets more intense. Yeah, guys. So Ben's different than other people I've like talked to about this. Uh-huh. When you start dating someone, and if you really like them, you fall deeper and deeper and deeper, and like it's slowly more, over time. Yeah. Yeah, you get more lovey, more like. I don't obsess over people quickly. No, you don't. See, I'm the opposite. I feel like I obsess so quickly. Like when we first met, I was absolutely obsessed with you. And then I've just like stayed for a while. I know. (laughs) And then obviously now I'm like extremely in love with you. No, now I love you the most I've ever loved anybody. But but for you, it's different. It's like you're really, really slow at getting into that. Whereas I just like full on was like obsessed with you and telling everybody I knew about you. It's because I was fucking good looking. Okay, definitely not his humor, guys. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I think maybe I was like that when I was younger. Really? Maybe when I was like 16 or stuff, I I was obsessed and I had no idea what I was doing. really hot. And I'd make all the like, all sorts of mistakes that I don't do now. Wow, you're topless now. Sorry, guys, took my sweater off. It's hot in here. No t-shirt, so just titties out. (sighs) No, I'm wearing a bra. Anyway, so how... Oh, how do you keep a relationship going for a long time? So I just want to... Ben, stop! I'm not putting this in. Okay, go on. I'm hot. I have boob sweat and I have fake tan on, so just leave me alone. I think you're hot. Thank you. Um, okay, so I'm going to answer the question now. How do I keep a relationship going for a long time? And I think just over a year has been really good. And like the fact that we've had such a good relationship too, there's a lot that goes into it, I think. Um, my number one big tip is communication. Whenever there's anything going on in my head, I always talk to Ben about it. I'm always, even if it's the smallest deal ever, I will always sit him down and like have a full on conversation with him about it. And yes, I'm overly emotional sometimes, but letting it out really is important for me because there's no like built up tension. And I think that is the killer for relationships. If you like keep and hold on to like built up tension and then one day you just completely flip and like, and things you know what I mean yeah uh also yeah if you don't talk about things then one person will be thinking one thing the other person will be thinking something completely different and yeah. they won't know what the other person's thinking and blah 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 you cannot read Same minds with most things yeah of course and but then- loads of times we've we've like felt some things and then we didn't talk about it for a while and then we talk about it and you're like oh I thought you were thinking this I thought you were thinking that and that's totally the same with Loads of stuff, same with friendships, same with whatever. So better just to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is is just, like, you have to be really into the person. Like, at the end of the day, there's so many questions on this um, response thing that I got. And they're all like, oh, like, how do you have such a great relationship? How do you stay in a relationship for a long time? How do you look so in love? I'm like, well, you actually have to be in love. Like, you need to actually like the person and see them long term. And don't just 
be dating someone because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Don't settle for somebody you think you can do better than because it's not gonna last and you'll burn out literally within months and you, it's hard to keep up an act, you know what I mean? I bet there's loads of girls listening that like are with a guy but aren't, aren't like fully fulfilled or like have some doubts but it's it's like do you do you then just break everything off because it's not like f- fulfilling what you think is everything or do you just kind of carry on and see where it goes I know your opinion you just think break it off but that's not always that easy I think just add up the pros and add up the cons and which list is longer and how much can you actually handle because Ben let's be real I'm sure there are things about me that you're not like you know, super obsessed over. And I'm sure there are like little habits Mm. that you do that I'm not like, you know, like we're different people, but 99.9% of you, I'm like a hundred percent, you know, for, and, and it's so rare to find two humans that like never fight, that never have their differences. I think it's actually really healthy. Sorry, that noise will get into the mic. Um, I think it's actually really healthy for people in relationships to fight and to have their arguments and, you know, disagree on things and get upset. And I think that emotion part of it has kept our relationship really young and and fiery because Ben and I don't really have like an average relationship, I would say. Like we're always, um, you know, really either like intense or like we're like pretty all over the place. And, um, you know, when we fight, it's like so... But it's not like there were big fights when we fight and then like the makeup part is so amazing and incredible and it's like I think you need to have those moments of like intensity in relationships because like having a mundane relationship and just never fighting or just like keeping things in and just doing the same routine over and over again it's like it gets like so a morning boring routine. like a morning routine except morning routines are amazing so yes yes they are we have a nightly routine what's that snuggles snuggle routine yeah i love snuggling you can never get bored of that but anyway what i was getting to is that like you know and if you ask oh like how can i spice up my relationship then like do things that aren't normally in your habits you know so it's like instead of going to the same pizza place or getting delivery like you know go try something new i'm just saying for the general public ben yeah anyway You know, do something new or, like, do, like, surprise them sexually, like, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like. I I gave Mimi a, I I made, like, my own spa today and I gave Mimi a massage. Talk about that, sure. (laughs) You're going to talk about the other thing. What was the other thing? I'm not saying. But, yeah, the The bath. bath and then massage. And I was, like, pretending I was a masseuse. It was so funny. Acting really professional. It was so funny, you guys. So it's a Sunday today and I like my back's been hurting. So Ben had been planning on giving me a massage. So I woke up, like went downstairs to my morning routine, had my coffee. I came back upstairs. There's like a cute little towel laid out on the bed to give me a massage. Like he put nice music on. We had a bubble bath and then he gave me a really great massage. And um, yeah, it was cute because we hadn't done that in ages, I think. And he was like pretending to be a masseuse and I was dying of laughter the entire time. And just like be silly with each other. I think that's a really important thing in relationships that keeps the kind of like curiosity at a high. And um I think the ability to make each other laugh is really important. Like, Ben, I don't know what I would do if you didn't know how to make me laugh because you're yeah. really funny. We, we can get into 
real depths of silliness. Oh my gosh. It can get out of control sometimes. We have the same I think viewer. if anyone overheard it, they would just... They'd be like, what the hell? They'd think we need help or something because it's, it just gets more and more bizarre and only we get it because it yeah. gets so deep into the weirdness. Yeah. But that's like another like healthy sign. And that's like what best friends have as well. Mm. Like you and your best friend, whether they're like male or female, you will have your own... Inside jokes. Inside jokes and banter and stuff. And that's a really good sign. So if you're having that kind of stuff, I think that's a good... And I think, to be thing. honest, you know what, Ben, we actually... that's really natural. We spoke about this, I think, yesterday. Like, when I'm really stressed, like, you can tell in, in my relationship because I'm, like, less silly, less playful, and I'm just more tense, and that's, I guess, with anybody. So I think, like, a massive trick, um, you know, in our relationship or something I've noticed in our relationship is that, like, when I'm really good in myself and I'm, like, doing my personal growth and I'm, I'm really positive and happy and, you know, ha- positive things are happening in my life, we are like in such a great place because I'm half of the relationship, right? And if I'm being positive and happy, like it's infectious. And when I'm being negative, it's like, you don't know what, like what's going on with me. And it's like, you know, kind of like, oh, like what, what's going on? So I think, um, you know, just working on yourself is also really important if you want like a long lasting, healthy relationship. Uh-huh. I think, um, you know, the reason, like, honestly, Ben, when we've had our biggest fights or, like, when I'm feeling upset over something, most of the time it has everything to do with just me. Like, and I know... Or I've been at the pub. <laughs> or you've been drunk because you're <laughs> such an annoying fighter when you're drunk. You're so immature when you're drunk. <laughs> like, you're just, like, a child. Anyway, but n- most of our massive fights, it's because I've been feeling insecure about something or, like, I'm feeling kind of, like, self-conscious that day or, like, some sort of inner battle yeah, that I'm yeah, going yeah. through and it's like all I need up. exactly all I need is you to be extra something that day like it's, extra it, lovey or extra complimenty and if you're not like I go crazy is it is it like it's like that meme have you seen that meme and it's like a picture of a girl and she's like it's probably in the morning or something and then she's in bed with her boyfriend she's kind of like looking at him and he's asleep and the caption is hmm what should we argue about today <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Hey, that, there's a little bit of too. truth to that. Yeah, no, no I'm sure men. Yeah, no, of course, of course, men do it too. But I'm sure there's like a little bit of truth in that. Like sometimes people are wound up to have an argument before it even happens. Yeah, if you're naturally. in the mood. But yeah, it's it has everything to do with with how you're doing as a human being, how your mental state is. I totally think that's the case. Also, like not even in romantic relationships. Like I remember when I lived at home, like I would have fights with like my mom or my sister. If I was in a shitty mood that day, like you're just so much more irritable if you're in a crappy mood. So if you want to have a better relationship, work on yourself first. Always, always, always. Yeah. uh, And one more thing before we go back to the questions, I think is that's really important. And we're quite good at this is um, supporting each other, Mm. like being that support for the other person. So when the other person's feeling weak or, or feeling shit in whatever way, um, you kind of, I, th- I feel like it, when you're in a good relationship, it happens subconsciously. You kind of put your own stuff to the side and you be there for the other person. And it, it works in turns and it should be fairly even. Maybe there sometimes might be a lean either way, but as long as there's not a dramatic lean, it, it doesn't matter too much. 
but lately I've been leaning on you so much though but I'm good at that and I like I like looking after you and it's and you should want to look after the other person and yeah if they look after you when you're vulnerable or if they just desert you when you're vulnerable or whatever then that's that's obviously a really bad sign oh my god I would baby the crap out of you if you were in a bad yeah you do and you have done lots of times and it it is very important I think for a serious relationship Mm, mm mm-hmm because at the end of the day, if you're in a serious relationship, you want to see the other person as a best friend, a partner, a soulmate. And you can't really go through life without having someone to support you. Um, yeah, they should make you stronger like kind of thing. Exactly. Okay, so next question. Do you try to make Ben follow your steps in terms of morning routines and healthy habits, etc.? No, I've never pressured Ben to do a morning routine with me. Sometimes I'll ask him, like, "Oh, do you want to meditate with me?" And you'll even offer sometimes. Yeah, and... I don't. I don't do a morning routine, but I, I, yeah, I sometimes like to uh, meditate with you. I've you kind of introduced me to meditation, I would say, and it does work, and I do like it, and I take benefits from it, and I sometimes do it without you. Um, but no, I don't do the morning routine, but. Mm-hmm. It's it's important that if you want to do a morning routine, I guess it's not me. it's not the most normal thing necessarily, <laughs> particularly when it's very early in the morning or whatever. But I don't. You should always, you shouldn't obstruct your partner from doing that kind of stuff. Because they'll end up leaving you if you keep. You know, if if you have a partner who does not allow you to do the things that you feel make you a better person, or even just... like discourages you or gets a little bit in the way, it's very important not to do that kind of stuff. Because also, if you find yourself doing that, they'll resent you a bit. It's just you you don't want to you don't want to get in the way of what someone wants to do, kind of thing. I you think know? as a couple, we are both very independent people, and for us to last, we need to be you know, co-independent. So do our own thing and then also be together at the same time. And that's, you know, I think the trick to relationships, grow within yourself, do your own thing. Don't just become the other person's life. You know what I mean? Like you can't just 100% drop everything that you're interested in and just like be, like you'll lose yourself in the relationship if you just stop doing the things that make you you. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, I would say, I don't, I don't do a morning routine. But you are healthy I, and I cook us healthy food all yeah, the time. But yeah, then I also don't force it on you. We eat things as well. But, but I, well, I do eat reasonably healthy and you, you often do. cook for me. But I don't I don't eat the same as you. I don't... Uh, I eat carbs, for example. Yeah. Um, I don't really eat sugar and stuff like that. But I don't I don't follow the same diet as Mimi so this strictly. Is what, this is what we'll do, Ben, um, or listeners. So, for example, I'll be making sautéed greens and some roasted chicken okay and i will just make a serving or four servings because ben eats a lot of pasta on the side and then i'll add in some pesto and put the greens in and put the chicken in for ben and for me i'll just have the greens and the chicken so i kind of he still eats healthy in the sense that he eats a lot of vegetables and you know i still cook for him and i use everything organic most of the time and all that jazz but like i'm not going to tell him you can't have carbs and i think this guy is you know ben is a big guy he is tall and muscly and sexy and he needs carbs Mm -hmm. so i'm and i've never told him once i don't eat carbs um although i don't think that they're the best for you i think you know we're getting good quality stuff and you're you you like your pasta and your pizza and stuff and i'm not going to take that away from you so yeah you don't it's so mimi doesn't force anything on me which i think is very important like when you start trying to force things on people you 
often push them away. Mm-hmm. But that like and and I think she's done it just right because I have picked up some of the things that she does, but I've picked it up through my own choice and gradually. And I, you know, often when you're trying to make someone do something, it's like when you've got a kid or whatever and you're trying to make them do something, they just want to do the opposite. Not that I'm a kid. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think if you try and force someone to do something, you might start pushing them away. So just don't try to do that. Let them know what you're doing. Maybe suggest it if if you want them to do the same thing, suggest it, but never, never push someone. And I don't think that would work on me. I think that would probably have the opposite effect. Yeah. And to be honest, like Ben, you just said that some of my habits have rubbed off on you, but I've never once subconsciously or consciously thought, oh, I'm going to do this or say this to Ben. So he picks up this habit. I've never really done that. I've just kind of done my thing and you see how it benefits me and you just naturally want to try can, it out. Yeah. And then sometimes I want to like cherry pick things that you do and pick them up myself. And, and you know, likewise, you, you've picked up like a couple of things from me, you picked up like an interest in investing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so, and good couples should do that. They should like pick things that they like about the other person and, and go with those, but they don't have to do all the same stuff. Yeah. And also guys, you know how I always say you are a product of your environment. You're an average of the people that you spend your most of your time with. And I think that's extremely important with relationships i spoke about this in a podcast that's coming out this week actually it's so important to pick a partner that is everything that you want to be as well so it's like you want to pick a partner that is supportive loving confident like the qualities that you want to see in yourself i think that's really important and and yeah that's that's pretty much it and ben is that for me he is we both have the same mentality towards a lot. We both have similar end goals and dreams and aspirations. All right, so next question. If there is something like a habit that you don't like in your partner, how do you deal with it? Is that to me? Yeah, we can both answer it. Okay. Often depends what it is, but mention it at least once. I, I think there's never like, there's rarely harm in bringing something up once. If you start bringing things up over and over again or like every time you're annoyed or whatever like that that's that's bad particularly if you're not getting a good response um but yeah I think there's no harm in always raising something once particularly for like discussion as we said before communication is very important and getting something on the table or at least discussing something because they might turn around and be like oh I didn't realize I did that or they might turn around and be like yeah actually that's something that I don't like about myself as well and then you can like talk about it openly and help each other okay so what if um I was a smoker okay what if I smoked cigarettes or for some reason like started smoking that would be awkward um which is strange because we used to occasionally yeah like when cigarette mm -hmm. when Ben and I first met we were both in like a party phase Um, and when we would drink, we'd smoke some cigarettes sometimes. And it's so weird looking back at that now. Cause like, even you'll say this sometimes, Ben, it's like, it's so like off brand for me. <laughs> like it's, it's so, so weird. Not you, yeah. It's so but not you'd me. Never, you'd never do it when you're sober. No. But yeah, if they start doing it, if they do it when they're sober and you don't like that, I mean, that's. That's a big turnoff for us. Yeah. Well, th- that's a big turnoff for a lot of people. I think that is a difficult thing to change. Cause obviously it's very addictive and 
if they wanted to stop themselves, they probably have thought about that a lot of times. So you've got to think about whether that's a deal breaker or not. But that's a that's quite a tricky one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I hope, think... Hopefully it would be something smaller than that, that's something that's easier to change than that, maybe. Yeah. Or like maybe try to replace it. So for example, like if your partner has a bad habit of like eating candy and like sweets and like it's not healthy or something then maybe like buy them the organic like coconut sugar yeah yeah, coconut sugar sweetened ones from like whole foods or something or like just try to kind of like show them with your actions that you actually care and want to help them out i think the nagging thing is really something you want to stay away from though because i know from personal experience that when i'm nagged to do something it makes me want to like not do it even more and you don't want to act pushy and like you know especially as women too like with with having a boyfriend sometimes it's easy to kind of mother them and like tell them what to do and like you know what I mean particularly as you get more comfortable yeah yeah and I feel like I'm a lot of relationships lean that way I'm I've seen it in all my friends once the girl gets comfortable she kind of calls the shots and bosses the guy around but then like in the few months before that it's the other way around. Weird. It's, it's like the. Have I gotten to that point yet? No, I don't think you boss me around. No. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, I think just like making a conscious effort to not do that. I try to not do that. I am very comfortable with you, so I'll like be more chill. Yeah, if you want to say something, you'll say it. But I don't really have a guard up with you anymore. But like, no. I I would try not to be pushy and motherly and controlling over you. What if they pick their nose? Like you do, I was going to say that, and I thought you wouldn't want me to say that on air. No, I meant like you do. Oh, Ben picks his nose, guys. Yep. And I hate it, and every time he does it, I'm like, that's disgusting, stop it. So. How long did it take you to notice? Uh, I think you started like doing it carelessly in front of me, maybe after four months, five months. Yeah. And then I was like, what are you doing? Getting bogeys. You don't want that. Just get a napkin or a tissue. Yeah. That's gross. And I'll tell... This is actually a good tip to get a guy to stop doing something. Say it turns you off. <laughs> I'm like, Ben, picking your nose turns me off. Like, I, it does... It's so unsexy. You probably would stop. <laughs> no, right. you, are, you are quite nice about it. And you yeah. do like... Yeah. I'm just like, Ben, you don't, don't do that. Stop it. Okay. So how did I first know when Ben was into me? Or into you. Uh, did he ask you out? I first had a inkling that Ben was into me. Um, when was it? I think it was when I, I knew he really started liking me when he took me to Stowe. So maybe like three or four dates and Ben uh, got his dad's car and picked me up and we went to uh, Stowe which is the school he went to and we went around this like gorgeous big um you know piece of land it's all green and gorgeous and we walked around for the day and i think the thing that made me really realize how much he liked me is the planning that was involved in it a and b the fact that it was like a day date and there was no drinking involved it was like a day thing we actually got to chat a lot and get to know each other sober which i really liked yeah we spent like a whole day together it was like quite obviously something i wouldn't just do for any girl if there's any girl you just you want to meet them at like a bar or something and then go home with them yeah and then not even food or whatever you just want to like do something simple Mm. um 
so that so that's how you that's i think that's the first tell, time huh? that i actually could really really tell that um so many sirens i think that's the first time i, I was like wow and then you know what not not that long after that ben actually invited me for dinner with his parents that was that was quite unusual of me to invite you so early you but wanted that's to because, show me off yeah because actually you you are particularly to parents and stuff you're quite impressive like you talk very well and you're doing lots of things and so that was that was one of the reasons i would say with other girls to make you look good yeah no <laughs> no i just i just envisioned the situation in a positive light and how so, nervous was i yeah mimi didn't eat okay so we went to the ivy and but you sometimes you can't tell when you're nervous sometimes because i'm like so talkative anyways and i'm nervous i'm also yeah and you talk like very well when you're you're nervous as well so i was so nervous to meet ben's parents went to the ivy and my dish there the the thing i always get is the salmon and it's so good and it's like a piece of fish like and some vegetables it's really not it's not a big thing i was so nervous i had the biggest pit in my stomach that I had like two bites and I thought I was going to throw up. I could not stomach it. Oh and this God, is, guys, funny. if you know me, that is rare for me to like not eat my food. Like especially if it's eat like... some wild salmon. Yes, especially if it's some gorgeous salmon, like a really good quality piece of fish. Like that's just like, I want to savor that. I'm like obsessed with that. Like there's, there's, there's something wrong if I'm not eating it. So this is the most awkward thing that happened. Um, the waiter came to like get all of our, our plates when we were done the meal. And they were like, oh, like... Was there was there something wrong with your salmon? And I was like, shut up! Like, no, I'm just fucking nervous. And I was like, no, no, just no. Take it away. And the entire table looked at my plate, and they were like, oh, like you know. I was like, no. Um, yeah. So that was funny. And then I actually ended up telling your mom that, like, or your parents when we were at their place like last month. I was yeah. like, yeah, I remember I didn't eat my salmon. She was like, yes, I remember Did she that. Remember it? Your mom remembered that. No way. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely introduced you to my parents. Uh, way quicker than I would normally. So, yeah, I think, I guess, just seeing the signs and seeing if they treat you differently to the other girls that that you think they've, you know, been with or whatnot, like, doing something a bit more rare. Um, I had a few questions here as well, Ben, about, like, you know, how to deal with a fuckboy, and I know we already did that podcast that we had to delete, but let's just kind of briefly go over the whole fuckboy thing. I think that'd be beneficial for our listeners so let's i'm going to give you a scenario let's say this girl has been seeing a guy they've gone on like five six dates um they've slept together and she just knows that he's a little fuck boy and he's is this a question yeah it's a question for you uh, one that you're i'm just making follow. a scenario okay. up okay um because we've got a lot of questions about the fuck boy thing so it's like if you're if a girl's dating a fuck boy they've been on like five six dates he hasn't made it exclusive or official or anything and they've slept together they've slept together but like she's at that point where it's like make or break so like he could probably ditch her soon or she could like find a way to make him uh really like her or whatnot like what are some tips to make him like her not not okay you know what i mean like to get him to see her as like a different girl uh i i don't know if there are like techniques or tips for that it's got to be like a personal thing it's like uh you're in dangerous territory there because if he's already banged and you're six dates in or whatever you you've given all your leverage away and he's you know got two or three bangs out of it that's you know 
for a lot of people, that's all you would necessarily want. Okay, I'm going to come in here and say, stop texting him first. These are my rules. And this is like anti-feminist for a lot of people. And I'm sorry, but this is what's worked for me with Ben. And, you know, from, from what I've heard from other people as well. Don't text the guy first. Honestly, just don't. Don't act that interested. Especially if they're a fuckboy, you need to act so hard to get. Because fuckboys have so much confidence and they're used to girls literally swooning all over them and being obsessed with them and like, you know, giving it up on the first date. You need to like kind of play games. And I know it's annoying to hear it, but you've got to play games sometimes. And you have to be a bit more hard to get and a bit more mysterious. And don't say yes when they ask you to hang out right away. Be like, sorry, I'm busy this day. Like, can hang out this day though. Or don't even actually... Um, suggest another day be like hey sorry I'm busy on Tuesday night like maybe another time just like be really hard to get make them really work for it us women we actually hold all the power and I think the longer you wait uh, before you have sex the the better and the more likely they'll fall for you but at the end of the day you also just need to know that you know you are incredible with or without that fuck boy and yeah I think that's the key thing is to not need them. Yeah, don't need them. But but uh, yeah, so you do you do your advice um, by not uh, acting overly keen and like on tap. But if he then doesn't message you back, you haven't lost anything there because that means that he's kind of just exposed that he was he didn't care very much anyway. So so you use that technique. But sometimes when you use that technique, they just won't respond to you. They'll be like, oh, easy easy ditch there she hasn't replied I haven't I'm not going to reply either in that case you you haven't done anything wrong you just know that they weren't that interested anyway yeah very good point Ben and do not like try your best to not be super upset over a guy who has shown you his true colors and god forbid if this guy that ghosts you or is like you know a fuck boy towards you if he tries to you know, slide into your WhatsApp again three to six months later. It's just because he's bored. Don't reply. Like, you deserve somebody who won't throw you to the side until they are bored. Like, just really have high standards for yourself and you will find that amazing guy for you one day. Yeah, try not to fall too deep in in those, like, first three or four dates or whatever. I think I think that's definitely put me in better stead that I... It takes me, like, a while to get into someone Mm. because also later on is when you know that it's going somewhere anyway and uh yeah if you if you if you're falling after like the first or second date you're pretty vulnerable there well that was me i fell for you very early on like within the first month and um i literally was obsessed with you ben Uh and i just like being vulnerable is not a bad thing it's showing that you're so keen and will do anything to be with that person True, but some guys, for example, I could sleep with a girl on the first date and it won't change my feelings for them. I, I'd say in in the case with you, I chose you based on, based on like factors of your actual personality. I don't think, I think maybe you would have put me off a little bit if you were overly keen. There's obviously that supply and demand thing, but I I liked you and I knew I consciously made the decision that I was going to carry it on because I thought your personality was a bit, was pretty unique. So that's why I carried on. But I think a lot of guys are more simple than that for sure. So, but it, it took me a little bit of time to like really get into it. I, I, I won't say that I, I fell straight into it after like a couple of dates. 
but it was a, it was a gradual thing and it still is yeah well i really liked you at the beginning so. yeah you're only human i'm only human uh, all right. Do you think it's okay to go through each other's phones slash have each other's passwords? I don't think it's okay to go through each other's phones. Um, if you have an urge to, I think you have a trust issue that you need to discuss with your partner. Uh, to be honest, I really haven't had the urge to go through your phone, Ben, for as long yeah. as I can remember. So that's an unhealthy and slippery slope. If you're wanting to in the first place, that's when you should stop yourself and be like, why? It's like, if your partner's going to cheat on you, then they will and if you find out you find out and then you deal with it then but there's no point trying to look for it or doing that kind of stuff because what that'll do is when your partner's not cheating it'll make you start having all these horrible negative thoughts and feelings and it could inevitably break you guys up if you become so obsessive and it, and it over stresses you out it, it, it I, i'm sure it harms the person doing it more than anyone else it's just it's it's filling your brain up with negative thoughts when you don't need to. You're so. looking for something that you don't want to find. Um, if you have trust issues, work on that with your partner. Don't go through their phones. Like, trust me, yeah. just don't. But at the same time, Mimi and I know each other's phone passwords, That's no problem. It. Just for we're like when, I don't know, if we're sending pictures to each other or stuff like that. And I, Mimi could happily do a full audit on my phone and I'd be very, I'd be fine with that. But. I wouldn't, I don't I wouldn't be interested in, in going through hers. Yeah, I, I don't have that That's urge. a healthy way to do it. And yeah, we both know each other's passwords. I keep my phone upright like he does too. We don't yeah. hide you our phone. You didn't on the first few days. Maybe because I was texting my girlfriends about you and telling them that, that I was on a, a date with you. That is a good answer. Well, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I saw a girl text you on our second date. I yeah. saw like a Bumble message on your phone like on our third date. Yeah. Loki made me want you so much more. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he's so, like, unattainable. Really? Yeah, that's really bad to say. Any guys listening, just don't do that. But, like, I was like, damn, he's such a fuckboy. I thought you were such a fuckboy when I met you. And my, like, life goal was to make a player into this mushy, lovey boyfriend. And I finally did that. I'm mushy. You're mushy. Um, so, yeah, I think... Yeah, that shouldn't spur you on this odd. Why are you so, you're so smiley right now because you thought no, I was not. texting other guys the first few dates and because I put my phone down, down, uh, facing down. No, I'm not, I'm not being smiley because I'm, I'm just surprised that seeing the Bumble message spurred you on. But we had like a moment, so I guess like before, there's like several chats you have when you start becoming um, official. You have like, usually you have the first one is like, are we exclusive kind of thing? And then you have are we boyfriend and girlfriend? But we had one before that, which was, should we delete dating apps together? <laughs> which is like a new, like 2018 or, well, I don't know how long yeah, dating apps have been out. But a new a new step when you like mutually delete your apps. I remember which I when guess we did means, that. Which I guess means that you're... I remember when we did that. We were at 100 Wardour. Yeah. We were having drinks. Um, that is so funny. So, Ben, what do you love most about your relationship? Go on. I love how Mimi looks after me. She's very selfless and she's, contrary to what a lot of people might think, she's not a diva at all. She likes <laughs> to take care of me. She puts me first in a lot of situations 
And then that makes me feel like I want to put her first because I don't feel like I'm being taken advantage of. I felt like a lot of girls I've known always put themselves first just as an instinct. Whereas Mimi is very selfless and caring. And that is a big thing that I think is unique and makes me very happy in the relationship. Thank you. I like that. You can ask me what mine is. Yeah, what's your favorite thing about our relationship? I love how you are always willing to go on an adventure with me and we have so much fun together. And you also, this is my actual, my favorite thing about you, Ben. You're the perfect mix of like manly and like dominant and, you know, this big man and snuggly and sensitive. You're that perfect mix. And I don't think I could do with just one or the other. I think I need a mix and you're that perfect combination. Mm. So there's so many. A cocktail of snuggliness and manliness. Yeah, like you're this like big gorgeous teddy bear that I can snuggle up against and like you can be all warm and soft with me and then you could also like, I don't know, watching you like fix my like kitchen sink or something. And like like, take care of you or like look after you like a baby. Yeah. Like handle something for you. I just feel so safe with you. I feel so protected. I feel like I'm in safe hands, not just physically, but also like um, in any situation that we're in, like you're, Mm -hmm. you're very practical and I trust your judgment. And I honestly just think we're a really good team. Um, I think that we communicate really well and we bring out, we are a great team. We're, we're way stronger together than absolutely by ourselves. And that's a, that's an important thing that you've got to like ask yourself, are me and my boyfriend stronger together? Or are we, I, I don't know why I'm saying like I've got a boyfriend, but <laughs> are, are me and my partner stronger together or do, does one of us hold the other back a little bit or frustrate the other a little bit? It, it should always be stronger together. And that's the thing too. You are so supportive. Like you are the most supportive person in my life for what I want to do and I feel like I can fully be myself with you. And that was actually a really big thing that I stressed about before being in a relationship. I was like, oh, like, I'm, I'm kind of weird. Like, I do all these things that a lot of people well, don't do. No, like, I'm not saying in the sense of, like, humor weird. But I'm like, you know, I like I like doing intense things. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. all my, my waking up at 5 a.m., my, like, morning routine. Uh-huh. Like, this, this, like, in yeah, you extreme. Yeah, didn't, you didn't even hide that, like, right at the beginning. I didn't. And... I think that's kind of because I was like, if someone can't take me as I am, yeah, like, you know, fuck definitely. that. And that takes a bit of bravery, of course. Of course, to, to, but I I love myself but more you were, than... But you were like yeah. a little bit shy about your morning routine sometimes. I and was. like your journaling and stuff. And I think sometimes you used to not do it when I was there. Yeah. But, but I always knew you did it. You didn't like hide it completely. Because I would speak might... about it on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So it's like you already followed me. You already knew. Uh-huh. But like I think it would be like a bit weird if when we first started dating, I'd like go to the other room in the morning and do my routine and meditate and all that stuff. But obviously that ended pretty Everything's quickly. always like quite heightened right at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. Like people can be put off really easily. But, and and that's why people are like, oh. mm. that's often why people are nervous and stuff because like, Little things can put people off, whereas further down the line, you can do get, get away with anything, really. Totally. Um, um, but yeah, I think just to summarize that all, like you are just so supportive. Like when I, like this past year, like in 2018, I have like 
I feel like gone through a lot of transformation. Like I've been really a lot more motivated with like my health and like a lot of work stuff has been going on and like so many ups and downs in my career and Ben has literally been there the entire time supporting me, you know, cheering me on and and even like when we're out and if I, like I'm not a big drinker and if I want to, if I don't want to drink, you're like, you never pressure me to, you if no. I want to go to the gym, you always, you know, you know, tell me to, you're like, you're cheering me on. If in the morning, if I'm in a grumpy mood, like you will literally be like, okay, like do your morning routine, you know, you'll tell me like, a few times you've been like, just yeah. do your morning routine. Like, you know, that makes you feel good. So like you're really supportive. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite thing about you. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we're almost at 50 minutes. I think we'll have to end this off. But I have so many more questions. Maybe if you want, we can do part two. Um, if I get enough DMs, maybe we can do that, right, Ben? Okie dokie. Okay. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. And make sure to go check out Ben on Instagram. With all my guests, I'm like, pimp <laughs> yourself out. Okay, What's your yeah. socials? At BD underscore Darby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He basically just posts photos of him and I or like hot pics of himself. So anyway, thanks guys. <laughs> the pics with Mimi get more likes. So yeah. yeah. Obviously. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs>